0: Yo, what the fuck? This is a poly sh- right
1: here. The late Night Flight is paid for by the following.
2: Congratulations, Nasua, on your
0: 100th episode!
3: <laughs> All right. Shout out to the late Night Flight. We are so proud of you, Nasua. Have a good one.
0: Time to play the game
1: where we find out who's capping. It is This It is. It's <laughs> f- <laughs> my hundred if I could do this.
0: This is the game where we find out if this is the boost. Bullsh- I am. That's new bro. And alongside
1: with me is co-producer Smarts. Hold on, better yet. Not only is he co-producer Smarts, he is. I asked him personally. I said, yo, Smarts. if you could be any animal in the animal kingdom, what would that animal be? And he
0: said, I would be a pigeon from New York.
4: He is co-producer. Smart Smarts, what's up with you, my man? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Good to be on 100 episodes. Sorry for my voice. Uh, we turned up a little bit too much this weekend <laughs> down in D.C. We went down there and turned it upside down. Had some good times. Happy to be here for episode 100. Yes, sir. For the late night flight. Y'all already know how we give it up. Part in my voice, though. But pardon my voice though Can you pass that peace pipe please? Hold on All right, Thank you Let me you. turn this Let me hit the button on. Oh I turned the heat up too much got, Yeah it. put the heat over that. I gotta turn the heat down bro Let me get a couple of that peace pipe Yo so check this
1: out Gotta ask you a question mm-hmm. It seems like every time Me and you are doing This is the BS We gotta go into eulogy mode Cause someone passes away So look it has got a question for you mm-hmm. So The late great Coolio has passed away Yes The question is In honor of him should we call heaven a fantastic voyage or gangster's paradise?
4: I'm going to say gangster's paradise. Here we go.
1: Are you ready to play the
4: game? I'm ready. Let's go. You know, I'm always ready. I'm ready for that.
1: All right, smarts. Let's play the game. According to blackenterprise.com, Brett Favre is accused of stealing $5 million from the state's welfare fund in order to build a volleyball stadium at his alma mater and daughter's college, the University of Southern Mississippi. Text messages revealed that Brett Favre knew where the money was coming from and what it would be used for. One of Favre's texts said, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> like when you do dirt, why would you even text something like that? Like just go to the diner and talk about it like normal gangsters. What's this about?
4: though? Listen, though, that's privilege that these white athletes get when they coming up, man. They think somebody going to help them out. Gonna cover him up Too many people He got too many yeses, man
1: Crazy Following the news That the ex-quarterback And dozens of others Were being sued By the Mississippi Department Of Human Services Sirius XM put his show The Sirius XM Blitz With Brett Favre And Bruce Murray On hold This is what CNBC reported Others begin to call For the 52-year-old To be removed From the Hall of Fame However, it seems unlikely That Brett Favre Will be penalized As the Hall of Fame bylaws Don't allow for removal Smarts, I ask you, is it the bullshit that Brett Favre isn't the first Ben Roethlisberger to give $5 million to a white woman for having nice legs? Hey,
4: that's some BS, man. <laughs> pass me the pipe, man. I told you. What's up, I- man? I'm trying to get make sure this sh- man. You just think, man. Man, pass me the pipe, man. I need them pink
1: runs, yo. All right, here we go. According to New York Daily News, a former Rikers Island official who led his emergency service unit at a time it was criticized for use of violent tactics, quit his new post as the head of Department of Corrections training program just nine days on the job. Hearns Mitten said he left the job running the agency's training program on September the 16th because he could better train officers outside the department. I hope I didn't let anyone down, Mitten said in a nine-minute video he posted to Instagram. After careful evaluation, I saw the need that I am better off assisting members of this department independently and outside the department. After Mitten retired from the Department of Correction in 2020 as an assistant deputy warden and leader of his emergency service unit, he set up a business that trains correctional officers. He declined comment when reached by the Daily News. Smarts, I ask you, is it the bullshit that he is now head of Mar a Lago security?
4: It's bulldokey. <laughs> I'm gonna make it one word, bulldokey. Yo,
1: this is all right, though.
4: Yeah, is it, is, is, right, is, this, is it working?
1: This this peace pipe, whatever you got going on, isn't bad though. It's working. It's, oh yeah, it's definitely. Bad. It's doing the job. Yo, is, is it is that the right heat or should I would I would I make it a little hotter personally? For real? Yeah, a little bit. I would. All right. And finally, according to EntertainmentWeekly.com, Netflix quietly removed the LGBTQ tag from Ryan Murphy's Dahmer series after receiving backlash from viewers. Have, have you watched this Jeffrey Dahmer yes, series? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. It See, seemed like you, you liked
4: this. this I good. definitely... I thought it was crazy. I was fascinated by it. Right. I don't know if it was necessarily good. Uh-huh. But if some of the things that happened in that movie was true... yeah. That is some bull dookie. <laughs> That's the new word, huh? Bull dookie. Bull dookie. Hey yo. <laughs> you gotta say that as in one word, Bull dookie.
1: Bull I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need you to get young
4: immediately. <laughs> Big duck, build. bull, dookie. That's a bull ducky. If hey. you saw me with that, if you saw me holding this pipe right now, it, it'll it'll make sense. That's bullducky.
1: Yo, so. Following the release of Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, the true crime show about convicted serial killer on Jeffrey Dahmer, viewers slammed the decision to categorize it under the LGBT tag, calling it gross and wrong, as first reported by the Los Angeles Times. One TikTok user lamented that while it is technically true, given that Dahmer was gay, this is not the representation we are looking for. The series chronicles Dahmer's murderous spree and dismemberment of 17 men and boys between 1978 and 1991, many of whom were people of color. Rita Isbell, the sister of one of Dahmer's victims, Everol Lindsay, condemned the adaptation in an essay for Insider published this past week. Isbell's emotional victim impact statement delivered in court at Dahmer's 1992 sentencing was recreated in the series. I don't know if y'all know that. That's a fun fact there. I was never contacted about the show. This is what she wrote. I feel like Netflix should have asked if we mind on how we felt about making it. They didn't ask me anything. They just did it. This is what she continued to say. When Miss Isabel watched some of the shows she wrote, it bothered me, especially when I saw myself when I saw my name come across the screen and this lady saying verbatim exactly what I said, it brought back all the emotions I was feeling back then. Smarts, I axe you.
0: I you, Smarts. Smarts, I axe you. I axe you, Smarts.
1: Man, let me pass me that pipe. Smarts, I axe you. you. didn't work. No,
3: you got to
4: heat work. it up. You got to heat it up first. Smarts, are you ready, Smarts? <laughs> are you? Are you ready? No, you didn't heat it up. Smarts, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready.
1: We're talking about the uh, the peace pipe that we're smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what y'all talking about. All right, here we go. Here we go. For the hundredth time. Here we go. Is it the bullsh? Is it the bullsh? Is it the bulls that the LGBT community doesn't want you to know that gay white men will meet you, greet you, whine you, dine you, just to take you home, just to hug you,
0: drug you, so they can eat your ass out too? You ain't got to answer that.
4: I'm not going to say a word don't say a word because it's true
1: but you know what's so <laughs> funny though what's funny is Omar from the Wire do the exactly same thing and we think he's a hero thank you <laughs> you bye bye it's a bunch of us I
0: Hold on Her- Everybody on a Her- mountain Everybody marching for a young nigga like me To get tsunami on it I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby I'll be on my curry till I crash a 40 on 40 unattacked Yeah, I'm acting nerdy If it's at the appellation to the elevation. I'ma do whatever that they take to make a black nation Hold on
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets And I'm your chief flight attendant On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew Welcome aboard the late night flight and here is your captain, the now River of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee Training, the greatest honey Badger who has ever been, the creator of Black Pilot Radio, and the late night flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour yeah. newroom
0: Shout out to the brothers that did, but yo, I didn't yet. Monetized podcast, five likes on the internet. Straight black man got no likes on the internet. I started off, pure like that old white off the kitchen set. Started off geek, my brothers bullied my intellect. Ended up ducked down, rapping, pulling the Smith and West. Ended up drop out Kanye, I'm a different mess. How neat Kim, I go hard, I've been a wreck father told me, get the paper, where the penis met Mama asked me, where your paper? I need that dinner set Mama, don't be asking me questions, I got this written check You know life's a flick and I'm third shift at the Cineplex Back to Jersey because of fuck authorities Slinging that D, helping your local sorority Chevy blue and thick like them Zeta 5 Vedas Yo, call her Ice Spice, if I date her, I ate her but what about the grades for my major? And what about the stats as a player? I ain't back to the majors cause I'm ass as a player, huh? Now my stupid ass throwing high beam, strip ball, loose cash at janaya hold on Because I didn't yet stressing out all my sisters, yes asking her to wait because I'm writing for this bitch and trash Naya let me write, we need this 4500 we can take this trash check And we be naughty by London She like nah Go back to school Get practical Learn to teach But the professor think My radio broadcast Might earn my keep So black Poly radio I ran on fiction To the boss ran Because a gang hand Drop snitching That's what the f*** you get You don't like a match On my dreams When you act like You the law The sergeant Pat down your jeans And I'm still in the hood Because I didn't Yet yeah, didn't check All the boxes with the ex. So she took a box To a different step Kids neglect, they no disrespect, no addition yet. Can't bring a kid into this world where I didn't yet. Selfish, I know, but who isn't yet? In the world where there's a lot of white, a little brown like cigarettes. And I'm pissed and if I could tell the truth. Mia Ha should've started a group to build a youth, called a group street smarts, he was sure I was geek, so geek, I left the hood as if I heard I ain't leak, they try to Michael Myers me, because they baby smud admire me. she drunk off my meat, what sobriety, I ain't even beat, but entirely, stuck the tip in and fell asleep, for the 9 to 3 in this MOB economy, don't ask me if I got your Yeezys, girl you know I didn't yet, yeah. put in applications for 17 jobs I didn't get, yeah. you said there's some fish in the sea. well here's your fishing net, you so big and bad with your masters, go get your whippin' shit, because I didn't get, I'm destined to do it, to my haters, I'm a survivor like destiny's music, so I'ma ride till I die, looking deaf in the Buick, podcast Larry Hoover, see the set and I shoot it, Pull some Lakers, if I see the net, I'ma do it, Pull some Celtics, if I see execs, I'ma do it, I was supposed to have a house with the Lexus congruent, to Jim Bae's legs busting sets for the movement, Pause. Congratulations, Late Night Flag
2: Podcast, on your 100th episode. This is Raphael with Nigel Grill Spice Mix. I uh, wanted to congratulate you guys on a great milestone. Keep doing your thing. I listen to you guys all the time, and I appreciate you guys supporting Nigel
3: Grill Spice Mix. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, <wasn't> ready.
2: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about here now, Skip, because... <laughs>
3: I now you got to think about
0: that. Now Shut come up. on, Shannon, now. I come I on now. You, <laughs> Shannon I made you I made you Shannon I made you Alright no. I made you Undisputed will be nothing Without me Stephen A. Smith uh-huh. I made you
2: Be grateful All, all they need right now is, is for me to sit on this thing Looking as big and swole as I am Over here talking And beating Skip's ass Every single day And talking
1: about The good old GOAT James GOAT <laughs> James <laughs> So for the 100th time boston massachusetts has just let you know that they are not like these other towns in the usa i mean i used to think la in the 90s was the most racist place in the united states of america you don't believe me ask rodney king all right in 2000 i thought texas was the biggest racist uh, place in america you don't want to believe me ask both bushes i was like oh bo- both of them what they- wait, he got a son it's more of them Damn, nepotism. yo! That's what's up. Nepotism. Now, (laughs) me and Dante, we love some NBA. And Keisha, she just loves a man at 6'7". So guess what? We all watching games, all right? So check this (laughs) out. (laughs) We just trying to figure out. Did the Boston Celtics shoot themselves in the arm, the leg, the foot, the brain, wherever? I don't know the ass. Where did it go? Because here's the thing. How did I know about this? I was watching the Shakur Stevenson fight a couple of Fridays ago. We at the Prudential Center, me and Smarts. So I had to treat my man, Smarts. Smarts has uh, done like the greatest audio engineering I could ever ask for for so many episodes. And I'm like, man, I got I got to treat you, bro. We got we got floor seats, man. It's on me. Don't even worry about that, man. Thank you, what you've done Shout for out me, Smarts. Word up, big big time, and. I ain't even gonna lie. Soon as this thing came up on the TV, mind you, you, you don't hear the sound, you just see words, you see Emi Aduka suspended for one year for, for improper consensual relationship. And I'm looking at Smarts, and I'm like, don't ask Smarts. You know he's he acts like your big brother or father. Don't ask him nothing. Just 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 eat your jerk chicken and have a good time. And I'm over here looking at Smarts, and Smarts is over here looking at me, and I'm over here eating the chicken. I'm like, all right, Smarts, listen, man, you, you agree with this or not? Because you know I ain't feeling this right now. He like, yo, man, listen, man, don't you ever give Boston any type of ammunition. You know you a black man in Boston. And I'm like, oh, why did I even ask you? But you're right. But, but in that sense, you're right. Like, yes, yes, okay, fine. You're a head coach for the Boston Celtics, which means you're a black man in a white man's town. I get it. I get it. Don't you be having sex with somebody else's wife that's white. Don't you do that. I get it. I get it. No one likes an improper, interracial, consensual relationship. I get it. Whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) But, but here's my, my overall thing was this, well, sorry, my overall thing to it was, yo, when I saw Brad Stevens handshaking shaking during that press conference, like what else did he do? Did he smack her around? Like, what did he do? But all they want to say is that it's an improper consensual relationship, improper because one person is in a partnership and the other person who is a front office executive for a staffer, I may say front office executive. I mean, you suspended somebody for a year, they got to be an executive. Something. Something. All right. So I got some names. I got some names real fast. I'm going to do it real fast, as fast as I possibly can. So there's a woman named... Okay. Now, I ain't going to lie, Keisha. We kind of look like Amy Schumer. I don't know if this is e type right here. She's the vice president of corporate events and hospitality. Now, you got... Who's the woman that they said was the woman that did it? A former WNBA player who was the vice president of player development and organizational growth. She is not Uh, She did not ever have sex with Ime. She is in the clear. She's a pretty woman, though, but it wasn't her. She's the SVP of content and marketing. Now, while I'm telling you these titles, I want you to know they're saying that this particular woman handled the, um, the tickets for Nia Long... In her hospitality for Nia Long, so your Boston Celtic tickets and where you're going to be staying at. So that's why I thought it was uh, the first lady who's the vice president of corporate events and hospitality. But she doesn't look like a looker. There's a black woman. Now, when you got a name like, you know, you're married because you got the uh, you know the dash in the middle, all right. Uh-huh. So she's the vice president of communications. I'm just saying, could be black. You don't know. We got a, a who's the vice president of human resources. She looked like she wasn't the one that did it. She's like, she's the one that got the call and was like, yeah, they're going to probably fire this month. And then we got SVP of ticket sales. And we got one more woman. Vice president of public relations. She. Ah, I don't know. I just maybe it's one of the like number twos under them. But they're saying it's someone high ranking and the husband found out the husband got upset told the Boston Celtics, and they made a big thing out of it. Now, here's my take real quick, real quick. I just think they shot themselves in the foot like a normal person because here's the thing. You either keep him on the job, work on this internally, or you fire him from the job internally. And then you tell the people like, listen, we just had to part ways with him. Look, man, he's a great coach. I hope hope another team may want to pick him up, hire him. Because realistically, I know why everybody's keeping under wraps right now. If the woman has got some uh, legal, I think she got some legal representation coming up, they saying on ESPN, that means E-May definitely got some legal representation going on on his way too. It's about to be a thing because realistically, why are you suspending me for a year? And even if it's whip pay, now you're basically telling me from the rip. I thought it was a coup, but they hired this dude, Joe Mazzula, this other brown brother who's from Rhode Island. Uh now, just to let you know about nepotism and how strong nepotism is, Joe Mazzula, who went to, I believe, I want to say West Virginia. I could be wrong on that, y'all. Y'all go ahead and go change uh find out on that if you want to. But I what I do know is that he's an undrafted player, did not get uh didn't get any burn in the NBA, wound up being a coach in the same year he was undrafted. His father is an American basketball coach. So you go ahead and go check that out. All right. Right. Just want to put that out there for y'all. Just want to put that out there for y'all. But anyway, listen, he got his opportunity. Here he is. And if you're the Boston Celtics, it's like, yo, why would you even? Why would you even? And, and I hate to sound like a, a you know, basketball shut up and dribble type guy. I'm just saying, like, listen, y'all just went to the finals last year. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I'm just keeping that real. I'm not, listen, yep. no disrespect. Genie Bus and Phil Jackson was a real thing. We're talking about the number two. Head of the Los Angeles Lakers and the head coach of Kobe Bryant was f-ing around. No problem. Malika Andrews and her new boyfriend that she works with right now at ESPN, both work at ESPN. Molly Quorum, coast uh, I said Coast, host of first take. Jalen Rose, who got dropped 81 points on by the great Kobe Bryant. We know who those two are was married and separated in the same place. I'm sorry you not firing Ime just because he has sex with some woman in the workplace. This is deeper than rap. And if you, if you knew it was deeper than rap, I just wish that you would have just fired him, parted ways, and let him move forward. What y'all think about that? Talk to me.
3: Well,
2: I just real quickly, I absolutely agree. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say that they only just shot themselves in the foot, the arm, the leg, the ass. I think they stood in front of a firing squad and just got lit up on their own volition, because again, it doesn't make sense. Deeper than rap is an understatement here because there's just so much that is just, that doesn't make sense. And the dots that we're given, it doesn't make sense to try to connect them because there's just so many questions as to, well, one, this, now this isn't to condone or to support this type of behavior. Let me make this disclaimer very clear. I'm not condoning this type of behavior, but at the same time, This has been going on ever since the inception of sports and entertainment. So it's like in in all these things we've heard, just like the genie bus and Phil Jackson, like I don't understand why you either wouldn't just let them go or just handle it internally. Like why the public display, Uh, especially if you're not giving any information that the reason is so vague, all these people have been named, whether they possibly could have or, or were involved. So now you're putting more people in the line of fire of the backlash that is the media and social media for what exactly? Like, is this something you want him to bow out of his contract? Is this a way you're trying to get rid of him? Or is there a... just, Just what is it as to why did you think this was the correct way to go? And it just looks bad. I don't... He made you doke, but of course, you know, because he did what he did. Of course, it looks bad on him, but as far as if I had to give a grading scale of who it looks worse on, it looks worse on the Boston Celtics because this is a complete cluster.
3: Right. And I agree with both of y'all. And um, coming from a woman's perspective, um, you named maybe about seven women and let's say none of them women had nothing to do with it But guess what now that's out there in the news now it's something that they got to live with Now it's something that they gonna have to every day, you know show people like okay. I was clear to this You know, can they keep their job? Will they get new jobs? I mean, it, it's just a lot. And so, you know, like dante say, you know um, it, it's it's bigger than um Who I don't know how to say his name. I'm terrible at names. I know that um <laughs> So, yeah, I I would say Boston really going to take a hit in general themselves because I I agree it could have been maybe it could have been maybe like taking care of in home or at least narrowed it down to the right amount of females before you put all these people name out there like that, because these these women have children and family. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with both y'all. Next question. If we went on a crime spree together, what would the crime be that we committed?
1: up Malika Andrews. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shannon. You're supposed to go first.
0: <laughs>
1: American, since my homegirl Keisha doesn't even like hip-hop the way she loves R&B, this might be even easier to leave. Hold on. Check this out, y'all. Check this out. So I've been watching YouTube the last week and a half. And what I've been seeing is LL Cool J going at DJ Academics and Fat Joe going at DJ Academics. And I'm over here happy because I already know that someone like DJ Academics is no disrespect to you, uh, academics. I mean, you, I guess you could have been a good DJ. I, I don't look at you as a good personality at all. At all, like at all, at all. And definitely not for hip hop. You cannot speak for hip hop at all. No disrespect to you, you just can't. Like you are a certified, certified, certified clout chaser. Bro, I have never heard any journalistic credibility, even though I know you're, again, see the DJ can mess you up as an everyday person when you're checking out this person. But I never heard DJ academics like hard in the DJ scene. He probably was, but just hard enough where you're at that funk flex, Mr. C level. So now what you get to be is a personality, which is cool. But as a personality, all you do is clout chase. You put no facts. All you want to do is talk about people's net worth. and LL Cool J fat Joe. You talk about two New York brothers. That's, They're of the Mecca of hip hop, all right? Even though the Mecca of hip hop is definitely somewhere south, somewhere Atlanta-ish, all right, or maybe even Memphis-ish, all right? But listen, we're just talking about in this time in the beginning, all right. And they let you they let it off on you. They let you know like you're not gonna just disrespect pioneers just because they didn't get their just due as far as the payment that they definitely should have got in their time. But what they, uh, the knowledge and what they gave to the, the community of hip hop has made hip hop so much stronger. So, the reason why I'm talking about this is not to, to, to knock academics. I already know he's bad. We ain't, I ain't got to worry about him. I just right. want to know at this stage of your life, like where you're at in your life, and maybe this might be deeper for me and Dante because we write music. Do you feel like hip hop has passed you by? Like, it's like, yo, listen, whatever. Like if you go into your car right now and you heard the the hottest Z one hundred song right now, you're like, oh, it's all good. Let me just keep driving. Like I don't care. I'm a, I gotta go to Wawa. I I can care less. Can you just pop in a podcast? I, well, I, I'm gonna ask you to. I don't even know y'all gonna say yes. But honestly, if I ask someone else that, they're gonna be like, and what's a podcast?
0: Right. <laughs> and
1: what is yep. that? Oh, you listen to those? Oh, you're an idiot. Why mm-hmm. do you? Why do you listen to that? <laughs> That's true. How do you listen to that? Oh, you can listen to it while you're driving Oh, through your phone. That ah, sounds like too much work. You know, I could just pop in and then just put my radio on and Series XM just tell you what I need to do. You know that, right? You do know that. I just want to let you know that. No, but, but all jokes aside, y'all. All jokes aside. Is it like that for y'all? Like, what's going on with hip hop right now?
3: Um, okay. For me, um, I'm going to say hip hop has passed me by. Um, I, I've been out and I think some of these new songs come out, you know, and I'm just sitting there, not into it, you know, R and B come on. I'm, I'm all with it, you know, but yeah, hip hop has passed me by. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fan anymore. I guess I'm old now. Dang. Can I ask you a question? I,
1: I, I'm asking you as a friend. All right. Cause it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a sex question, but, but I'm asking as a friend. Okay. All right. Yes. And no, do you prefer to have sex with music on? Mm, most
3: recently.
1: Okay, so yes, you, you are getting old, but but it's all good. So look, look, when you were young, when you were young, just asking questions, what was the hip-hop song that you remember having sex or making love, however you want to use those terms, when you was doing that? Do you remember the last hip-hop song?
3: Um, I think it was Don't Say No, Say Yes. Who's that about, R. Kelly? No, oh my God. Dude, look like R. Kelly, though. What's his name? <laughs> Jesus Christ, let me see. I got me saying Avant. Avant.
1: Hey, that's an R&B song. But that's R&B. Yeah, but, that, but he's R&B. What's the um, last rap hop? song? Yeah, last hip-hop. Like, you do know, say last rap song that you had sex to. What? Who, who have
3: sex to rap songs? Like Us, well, men. I mean,
1: you, you think head you head? one of the bros, so what's up, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up? What, do you, what, what's the song Akinelli? that you was having sex to? Akineli? Put it in your mouth? <laughs> Put it in your mouth,
3: Akineli.
1: Take take over, please. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because I was going to get ready to say I was about to pull up Waka Flocka right now.
1: Round of applause. Hey. (laughs) I don't
3: need to make no ass clap. I'm I'm the bro. Listen. All right. um, (laughs)
1: Let me see you. Buss it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Waka
2: Flocka about to go right up on this computer screen. That's terrible. um, for, For me, I would say... Hip-hop hasn't passed me by, but I would say the current iteration of of hip-hop, you know, I'm not a fan of. Um, even though there's still, you know, a song here, a song there that I rock with, that I listen to. Um, it's just, he, here is why I give it grace. Of course, you know, from being a, a hip-hop artist, writing music, doing all that good stuff, I still have that love for it and for the culture. And for me, I always keep in mind that, you know what, hip-hop is still young. It's still a very young genre. And we're just now getting to the eras of it. Like we're now into a new era of it. And of course, things are going to change as time changes. So it's like, well, in this point in time, I'm not really rocking with it. But thankfully, we're also in an era to where anybody still can make music. So like I just bought um a project, 24-song project from Joelle Ot's and Crooked Eye, and like I know that's considered underground these days, but yes. it's still new music. Yes. for me. Yes, but Very as far as wow, as far as mainstream, just you know, will, will I turn on and I will I listen to any little Baby or the Baby or any Baby or any Beg the Stallion, Cardi B,
1: mainstream? What's happening right now in the forefront? Probably not, if you think about it. Hip-hop is, well, let's say hip-hop started, what, 1984, maybe? Yeah, like early, late 70s, early 80s. So think about this for a second. Let's say it was 84, 85. Technically, it's about 37, 38 years old. Uh Uh-huh. That's young, but that's young with a child. Maybe one, (laughs) maybe two. That's good. And those two kids, let's say two kids, just to just to have fun with this conversation. Those two kids uh-huh. are named Trap and Drill. And That's Trap fact. and Drill went up the hill and shot motherfuckers that wouldn't <laughs> give him a deal. You understand? Like these little motherfuckers is crazy. And hip hop is like, hey, Trap, what did you do? I ain't do it this time. Drill, I swear to God, Drill did this. <laughs> and Drill's like, hey, yo, listen, listen. <laughs> had to go. Hip hop, hey dad, niggas had to go. All right? That's how I feel. And, and, and the- and the baby daddy was gangster was gangster rap listen <laughs> listen you know what I'm saying so uh, it's a it's a whole new thing and i just feel like hip hop has made children and even though hip hop can still exist and be great and be whatever it, it needs to be let's say if you're 38 hell if you're 48 if you're 58 you can actually make money and make a come up as a mainstream artist now realistically For me, I would just love to be a writer. That's just my personal. I I don't want my face up on here. All that. I mean, if if someone that is quote unquote behind the scenes of the Boston Celtics can have sex with front office executives, imagine what I could do just as a writer. Like, okay, Megan, you can have that little (laughs) if you want. I know you like short people. I don't. I don't. I got you. Yeah, I got your resume, girl. I got your resume. (laughs) I got your resume. I got your resume. I know what you like. I know what you like. Come in. Come get it. Come hither. You know what's up. Anyway. Come Gallop. All right, anyway. <laughs> <They come hither. laughs> so, I just feel like as far as the children, just like anything else, when you have, and y'all two have kids, you know what I'm saying? So, your children, they birth, you looking at them, they looking at you, you like, yo, I'm going to go hard for you. Don't even worry. Like, I'm going hard for you. I'm going to go hard for you. I'm going to have my fun, but I'm going hard for you. Shut up. I got you. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what hip-hop is going to do for these two kids. It's like, we're going to go hard for you. Even though but these other people that meet you, they want they want you to go to jail right now. Like, they want you to get in juvenile detention right now. Like get these little motherfuckers in jail. What's wrong with these kids? Hip hop like yo, don't talk about my kids like that. They all right, they all right. Another the other one, they over here drugging, chilling with the codeine like, hey, yo dad, you better tell these motherfuckers stop playing, yo. You know what I'm saying? We going through it. We going through it right now. Know how hard it is to be following up to hip hop? It's
3: hard. Next question. Uh, With everything that's going on with Nia Long, uh, do any of you feel any type of sympathy towards her? We're going to go with Shannon first on this. Oh,
0: come. Molly, what's going on? Know who pays you. What's the problem? What is the problem? Go ahead. Go talk to well, the well, club. Well, well all Shay, I'm saying, Molly, is, is, yeah, he may pay
2: you now, but understand who can pay you in the future. All right? So this is what I was saying about old Nia Long here. Now, now E-May e- e- Sudoku, I-, I don't even know what, what's, what's, what I can say about that, but all I'm saying, now, now Nia Long, now, I I'll I'll I, I remember the best man. And I, 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 I and Skip, and Skip, when I saw the best man, I just said, you know what? I know exactly what Nia Long needs. I know what she needs, and that old and that's a good old dose of shake, Shay.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm funny. That's funny, Shinny. I thought when you uh was fin- done watching the best man, I
0: thought you would uh you know handle that stuttering problem that you got going on right now. You ridiculous. Not, no, no, skip. What? skip. What's the problem I I here? Not, 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 this, How are you getting millions of dollars this, on TV with a list? What's the
2: problem over here? What's going on? I, 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 this, this ain't a list. This ain't a list. This ain't a list. Okay, I skip. Okay. Skip, I need need you to understand what you're listening to right now. Skip, you're you're listening to my lips on your mama right now. If you keep on talking to me.
0: (laughs) Wow. Club SheSH. Club SheSH. Wow. I know you wasn't talking about Mama Smith like that. I know you wasn't talking about Mama Smith like that. Mama Smith gave you two apple pies. Wow. I don't know what to do right now. All
1: I'm here do right now. I know you wasn't talking about Mama Smith. I know you wasn't talking about Mama Smith. I know you wasn't talking about Mama Smith. Yes. Usually this would be Yo Keisha. But today this is going to be why Keisha? Why? Why? I'm I'm trying to figure this out. Look what just came across my desk, America. So according to the New York Post, council minority leader Joseph Borelli introduced a bill that would make it a misdemeanor to send unsolicited, sexually explicit. Wait, we ain't got to say all that. Unsolicited dick pics. You know what we're talking about here. With the intent to harass, annoy, or alarm. Now, of course, this sounds like a step in the right direction. I mean, look at the creeps that we had to just put on blast, on viral, on television. We know what's going on out here. So at first, I'm just like, well, hold on, hold on. Keisha had a conversation with me about some women that were getting unsolicited dick pics. And in, in, in my mind, did they give these men their number? And Keisha, talk to me about this. What's going on here?
3: So yes, they are giving these many number, but it's like they out and about, they meet a guy, you know, they exchange numbers, you know, Oh, Hey, this is so-and-so two days later, maybe the same night they get a picture and and some people get videos. Okay. Like a whole walk-in video and, and and it's just, it's it's just too much. It's not requested and it's unsolicited. So.
1: Okay. Okay. So cool. Cool. Understood. Understood. Dante, you, you, you cool with this so far, right? Everything seems like this makes sense, right? We, we're here to make sure our women are comfortable. You want them to be comfortable. Uh huh. Facts. Right, right now, I'm,
2: I'm waiting, I'm waiting for that curve, but so far everything seems on the up and up. I'm with it so far.
1: Okay. No, this, good. Great. Everything sounds good. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was reading this article because in my mind, I'm thinking like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. If a woman gives me their number, now I'm not here to tell you that I'm someone that just sends out dick pics, okay? I'm not 20 year old. You know, I'm not a 20-year-old. I don't do that anymore. All right. That was when I was 20. We thought that was cool at 20. We ain't know no better. We ain't know no better. That was like, oh, you could just send pics of yourself to people now? You know, you, it, that was a wild time. You know, you're 30 something, you don't you don't do that no more. You don't do that. You know what I mean? And for those who uh say <laughs> hey, yo.
0: So, even though we're in audio
1: form, we're looking at each other as we are doing this, right? And Dante has just performed what he used to do when he was 19, 20, and 21 as far as how to take the dick pic as a 19, 20-year-old person. So, you see the phone up to his chin. Right. Get the angle. You got to make sure. You got to make sure because it's a game of inches. You feel me? So, you got to make sure. (laughs) Exactly. And you take that pick, you you get that red dot. (laughs) I get that red dot. You get that red dot. You feel me? So anyway, I'm reading this article from the New York Post. There was a young man who worked concierge at a, I believe they call it a co-op apartment. So here's what happened. Funniest thing. These women were getting unsolicited dick pics from a random number in their mind. Who would have their number? Who would have their number? The only person that's working there that would have all their numbers. So they figured it out. Police was there, tried to arrest him. They could never charge him. You know why? Why is that? He had the number on the WhatsApp. They couldn't trace his real number. Uh dang. So <laughs> when I when I heard this, I thought it was like some not silly, but just some relationship bull. Like, yo. Come on now, because w- remember when you 19, 20, 21, 22, Dante, you at the bar or some club, y'all all dancing, and a woman always trying to put their thighs, especially if it was, a, oh, don't let it be one of them thighs, you know what I'm talking about, one of them thighs, them, them, that softball, you know, second fielder, second base woman thigh, you know what I mean? Short, just whoo- shortstop. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Just strong, strong fire shot. Oh, let it be a shot. Well, a shot putter would be something super huge. I don't even think none of us would be ready for that. You know what I'm saying? But ah. that's, 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 that's a bit much. But, but softball, softball, second base woman or shortstop she put that thought in between the crease of whatever type of jeans you were wearing in that era. Or it could have been Parasuk- uh, I think Parasukos, maybe. Parasukos, maybe Iniches or they, they say that's NYC. I believe it's Nietzsche, But whatever. I don't know what type of jeans you were wearing in that time. Maybe some Jabot jeans. I don't know. Maurice Malone. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm saying. I'm sure
2: whatever jeans I was wearing, there was like two or three sizes too big during that time
1: anyway. So, so exactly. Yeah. Th- but, but this fit-ass thigh was over here fishing. All right. She but was, was fishing. fishing. Absolutely. She was over here trying to get the little, oh, let me see what's going on for the night. Let so, let's see what's going on. Now we're in 2022. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just so digital. I, I just see, I just see the men that these women are choosing, by the way. And these men are like, well, listen, she sounds like she want to know what the business is. Let me just go ahead and do. Let me airdrop that. <laughs> 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 but, 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 but that ain't the way to go, right? Keisha, talk to me
3: no that's not the way to go if it's not if it's not requested don't send it and uh also i was a short stop i'm just saying
2: yo we can see that yeah that makes <laughs> sense yeah
3: sure. <laughs> what the f- this that pilot s- right here next question if someone asked you to look at your most recent google search history would you show them and would you be embarrassed
0: I cannot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shay Shay. I'm going to answer this first. The reason why I cannot do that is because of all the unsolicited dick pics that I have given out in ESPN. So you better shut the f*** up.
2: (laughs) Well, see, now now, that's the difference there. Now, come on now. Now listen. listen. Club Shay, there ain't no shame in my game. You understand what I'm saying? Ain't no shame in old Club Shay Shay game. They already know what's going on. I've been doing this for 30 plus years. I just sent it out All you got to do if, if you Google it You probably get more information On it than what I can actually
1: Show you myself these days
2: That was a Laugh too hard Yep Laugh too hard And, and exit out the screen
1: just was, I'm out <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop I'm up out of here I done didn't, I done didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> said something funny today I'm out Hey wife Let me tell you what I just did On the late night flight podcast <laughs> today, mother
2: Funny <laughs> Nah she like She like right Right there Right here Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at me
2: like This
0: communication is the key
1: see how we over here just laughing having a good time this is what we want whether we are platonic whether we are intimate with each other not not the three of us we don't we don't do that but i'm just saying <laughs> that we are here to have an understanding of each other because communication is the key. I told a woman on Facebook, I said, in order for men and women to understand each other, we must communicate better with each other. She said, well, communication and understanding perspectives. And I'm like, well, Dante, in order to understand perspectives, one must what, Dante? Oh, that's easy. Not send unsolicited dick pics. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I, I thought you was going to say communicate.
2: Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all
1: that, all that stuff too. Yeah, that, that works too sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. But but yes. So Keisha, hit me out. We, we're, we're trying to we're trying to learn something. We're trying to learn something. We know. Uh, well, I am a twenty twenty two bachelor. All right, Dante's a, a married man, so he already has a woman he can send unli- uh, unsolicited dick pics to, and she won't ever be mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back then hey girl hey yo what she called you the print man (laughs) All the Xerox the Xerox man (laughs) this guy ridiculous All right. check me out Keisha you at the you at the club or you at the bar you at the bar you at the club whatever you're at a social event you're at Walmart it don't matter cause guess what you about to lock eyes with this new man over here and this new man looking at you the same way you looking at him and you like oh okay over here, right here by the huh? that's how, that's how you want to do it? That's what's up. That is what's up. And he like, yeah, well, I, I saw you by the lotion, but you know what? I got to be cool. I waited till you got to the comforters, you feel me? <laughs> now I'm just playing around. But all jokes aside, y'all talking, y'all have a great conversation. You're surprisingly interested in him. He's surprisingly interested in you. Do you give this man your personal contact or do you give him your IG handle?
3: You know what? Now that you worded it that way, I would definitely give him my phone number versus my IG handle.
1: And why? Like, we we elaborate. We want to hear this
3: because I want him to get to know me as a person before he go on my social media and possibly feel like I was thirst trapping or something like that. So that's probably why. That's mostly why.
1: Hold on, wait. Are you admitting to America that you be thirst trapping?
3: No, I do not be thirst trapping, but I'm just saying everybody has their own opinion on what thirst trapping is. So I don't think I'm thirst trapping at all, but I would definitely give him my phone number over my IG handle.
1: Tell me the conversation that you have with a guy that would have you give your IG handle and not your personal contact.
3: Okay, so for example I was out in Los Angeles Just standing by the store on the phone
1: Let me ask you a question Before you, before you talk about this great story When you yeah. said you was in LA, right? Because you say you don't thirst trap um, I saw some pictures Are you willing to say Even though you're not thirst trapping You are willing to turn the other cheek Turn the
3: other cheek? What you mean?
1: We're talking about them shorts you were wearing See, you ain't even catch on what's going on here <laughs> Alright <clears throat>
3: Uh, Dante, you could just laugh with me. me.
1: You know what I'm saying? Don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? She over here just, just being late on arrival. She know she like. She know what I was saying for the reply. She like yo. I I
2: saw those LA pictures too. Uh
3: huh. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I I know what he's talking
1: about. I figured that. I figured that. Nah, nah. All jokes aside, though. Go back to the story. Though you was in LA.
3: Yeah, pull up on me. He was driving like a Maserati and just hanging out on the passenger side. I was like, uh, yeah, no, you could follow me on IG. And it wasn't even my regular one. It was my get fit one because period, no. Okay, but
1: it got to be another type of conversation, a little more, maybe like five, seven minutes. Like, yo, I done talked to you for a minute. And to be honest with you, I just want to give you the IG handle. What conversation? And you know this guy kind of like you. Like, he looking at you like, yo, you, you fine, I, Man, did you play shortstop? Like, what is th- going on over here? <laughs> what happened? Like, where did it go left? Where you're like, oh nah, IG handle for you.
3: Um, if he go left, he not even getting none of my handles. Like, if if he come at me with some corny line or some. You know, you got the clothes from 2002, the baggy jeans and the hoodie. Like, you know, nah, it's a it's a no. I don't I, I have a boyfriend. Thank you.
1: Hey, Keisha, you know, what's funny. I got some women over here in New Jersey that's saying the baggy look is coming back. So what's up with that? Talk to me about that real fast.
3: Uh, it's, it's a no for me. If it's coming back, I mean, I'm not saying it can't be baggy, but like not, you know, back in the days when everybody had shirts like 4Xs and they was like 120 pounds wet. No, that's not going to work again. If if they are trying to bring that back, mm-mm. It's, it's I bad.
2: heard that too. I heard that baggy look was coming back, but I thought that was being spearheaded by the SCA. Now when now when I was growing up, that mom. Now I, I, I thank you so much, Molly, For giving such a, such a great question because it brings me back to when I was in the seventies, and when I was growing up, and, and I had this real this real this 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 this, this moment with with old grandmama Hattie shawl, and she said, "Now Shea Shay, I want you to think about something." Now she said, "Now you may have a bird in the hand, but you still need to tie your shoes." And that that right there just stuck with me for the rest. Of, it just it just it did something to me that. What skip, just happened? Now skip. I, it's two I, in the bush.
0: No, listen here, Shay Shay.
2: Ah, but Mercer, God damn it, what's going on here? Well, I'm, I'm trying to give, the, I'm trying to answer the question. And Skip, if you just stop talking and let me talk, we talked about just this before. Let me say what I got to say. We said thirty seconds. God damn, what's Steven, going on
3: Steven, here? Sh- Stephen, Shannon. Well, I've been counting. This, I, I'm at fourteen
2: right now. Well, what was your answer, well, Shannon? I well, 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 Miley, Miley. Before I was rudely interrupted. Molly, I, I was answering the question and what I was saying was my best personality was if you have a hand in, with a bird in your hand, you still got to tie your shoes. Now, all I'm saying there was skip over there. Don't, don't don't know how to let me talk. You know, my greatest personality I would have to say with all that being said would have to be the kid from Akron. That, that, that old kid over there who took the Cleveland Cavaliers to a championship, that old Goat James. Oh, old Goat James, me and him, we go ways back. And I'll just say, now now Brian horse over there trying to steal all my jobs, but I'll just let you know, so I am the number one, LeBron James b- rider, Old Goat
1: James. That's right. Yes and no, Keisha, Dante. Yes and no. Real quick, have you heard? Have you watched the Larry Reed Live Show? Yes and no. 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 Okay. Great. No problem. I got you. Hold on, because I had to watch this, and I'm appalled. But hey, when you're a host of a show and you want people to know that you know some stuff. This is what you got to do, all right? So I just walked into this filth. I can't even call it filth. I mean, mind you, Dante, we don't, we don't have that many subscribers. Please subscribe to Talk My Credo in The Late Night Flight. Hurry, hurry, please, hurry. But, yes, please, but, please and thank you. Yes, but this guy has 162,000 subscribers, okay? So I can't talk too much crap about him. Now, what this man is infamous for is uh, my man Pastor Muzon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Pastor Whitehead. Y'all know that guy. We know him. The one that had to get down and lay down because, you know, he watched the goodfellas and said, Hey, Bay, I got an idea. I think if we burn our own church, I'm sorry. I think if we burn our own church, that sounds much better. If we burn yes. our own church the same way that the goodfellas did that restaurant, I think we can make a come-up. Anyway, so Pastor Whitehead was on his show, popped up on there, called Larry Reed an F-word, and called this female. I don't know, like just a lot of fat words, just her and fat was parallel with one another. Y'all got to watch that film. I got to watch that on your own time and have your own laugh. But I watched another episode of the Larry B. Live show. And I just want to ask you a question. Yes or no? Did y'all watch the footage of the woman that got ragged out of the church by Whitehead, who let's be honest, you have no business putting your hand on a woman. You had to do that. But did you see that though? Yes. Did you see it Dante? I did. Yes, I saw it. Okay. Okay. So I want to indulge you in a little story. Now because this woman wanted to say, well this is my first and last interview. I will never give another interview again after this. When I said, well damn, if you if you didn't want people to know that you was working with Larry Reid, then I mean <laughs> how about not in, How about not have an introduction like that You know right? I mean? That's number one But anyway So I'm not going to give her her name Because she's saying She's, um, she's going to be getting a lawyer Because of Someone putting her hands on her So I'm not going to say her name You're going to have to watch The Larry Reed live show And watch that episode Of the guest So she, The woman was on here I wrote a lot of notes Hold on Check this out So here's the thing This woman is an author. She says she is doing case studies. She is going to different churches to do case studies and research on various denominations. She's also putting out a book. Hear me out. The book is about the impact of charismatic leadership within the African American community. She wants to know, and this is the, these are the things that she said on the Larry Reed Live Show. Y'all got to check this out, the Larry Reed Live Show. Just, this is just for this one episode. I know you're going to want to put your, your computer down. You're going to want to put your phone down after you watch this man for 15 minutes. Not because he speaks on LGBT community. No, no. It's just because he be slurring when he talks. It's like, my God, my man, like, please pick it up, my man. But anyway, listen, you got 162 su- subscribers. Maybe, but matter of fact, Dante, get your old Smokey out. Maybe it's time to drink right now. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I, we need to, I know, right? Maybe yeah. we need to get I'm drunk. <laughs> we need to get. F- <laughs> Up before we do a segment, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> right? Nah, nah. All jokes aside, so she's telling me all these clues, and then I'm like, "Yo, this woman met this man before, and then guess what? She met this man before. So this guy, whitehead, I didn't know if y'all noticed. He's a a marriage therapist, like a licensed marriage therapist." He owns the block of where that church is at. So I think it's a couple of uh, like a food restaurant, a studio next to it. He owns all of it, right? And he also does real estate. So she met him and his wife at a real estate, Uh, I guess he, he was doing real estate classes. So after the fourth week, she said, I stopped going because he wanted everybody's social security information and she wasn't giving that out because he was charged For identity theft Back in 06, 07 I can go look that up So this man has went to jail For for taking your identity All right. So with all that being said This man Who has robbed himself For insurance money Then ragged a woman up Because a woman is doing too much research That he already know That's going in his church on some plant But had no business putting his hands on her had 4,000 people watching him live the very next day. So I'm just going to ask you, is he the bishop of the leaders of Tomorrow Church or is he the bishop of Instagram? And then here go my second question. Why is it that everyday people are willing to go live? when I not saying go live, I'm sorry. Why is it that everyday people are watching these type of people that, like, like we're making people go viral over some, scandalous, dirty, mess around BS. This guy gets, he said, well, listen, Dante, you know what? I know how you should get some numbers. How about get somebody to come to your house, rob everybody, and then go get the insurance. That's how you go viral. So talk to me about that. What y'all think about this? I would just say, cloud is
2: a hell of a drug. And in this point in time, when we, when we speak on whitehead, I'm sorry, my mind just goes to the period ugger. You know the little girl that went viral off of the, med- the period? Ah, period ugger. Uh, y- y- y'all, y'all seen that chick? It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing to where we fuel clout. Let's just be honest. Everyone sees that this is my opportunity to where the more, the, the more outlandish, the more out of control, the more ratchet, the more just the, the craziest thing I can create Emphasis on create because, of course, we know that wasn't real. You know it's not real. But the craziest thing I can create, put in front of a camera and put it on a platform that can be seen by millions and millions of people, then let's do it because we, as a consumer, are going to fuel into it. We're going to buy it. We're going to watch it. We're going to share it. We're going to watch it a few more times with other people we're going to share it with. We're going to talk about it. And that's all we're going to do. And these people see that. So, you know, this clout is a hell of a drug. I don't see him as a bishop in in the spiritual term at all. He might as well be bishop from X-Men is, or, or he might as well be the bishop in the game of chess. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't see him as a, a true religious or, or spiritual leader. No, he's not a leader of tomorrow
1: unless you're, you're talking about how to get the clout to get that back. Did you see this man's closet? Yo, this dude got an MTV closet, all right? I'm not playing, yo. My man just opened up the doors like he was Puff Daddy in a video. It was just a bunch of Gucci shoes, bunch of Louis shoes, suits on, suits on, suits on, suits on, suits. Different, different glasses. You know, he got the little, he got pink frames. He got green frames. You know, he got, he, (laughs) he an AKA out here. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Right. what do you think about Whitehead? Like, like, why does he get to be this viral sensation and not you?
3: You know what? It, it's like Dante said, um, it's all for the clout. He is definitely a bishop for Instagram. Um, and with so much emphasis on, you know, people with the church and religion, you know, he, he's coming out as, you know, having all this stuff. But mind you, he has other businesses. So no, he, he may or may not be getting his money through the church. And if he is, he still have that backup stuff. I still got all these properties. That's where my money coming from. And we all know that the church, I mean, it's 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 a lot going on with the church. So I, I I definitely agree that he has taken an approach for clout. I don't I I agree with Dante. We we know all that is fake, you know. Uh sister out here got about to have a book drop and all type of things. sure I I should have been that sister. I would have been okay being yoked up like and then coming out and getting books and writing books, shoot, it could have been all of us. It could have been any one of us.
1: I want people to know something that they may not know about Pastor Whitehead. So, you know something? If I owe $400,000 in construction payment for my house that I'm building in New Jersey and I got some other bills I got going on and uh, people already know me for identity theft and I got to make sure I got some money. You know something? I'm going to stage me a robbery, all right? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. listen, I got some jewelry on that's worth, what, $2 million, they say? Listen, listen, listen. This ain't no little money. You know how you'd be like, damn, I owe Keisha $40. Like, I'm about to go work a shift, you know what I mean? Just to go make sure I get right. that money to her. Nah, this is, this is $400,000. Like, yo, you got a scheme for real. You like, yo, listen, you know what? How many people be, be, be at the, uh, the church during like, you know, when we have service? Like nobody. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. We'll be right back. This is the late night flight. So on an audio realm, in an audio realm, it's been a hundred episodes of the late night flight. And when I made it an audio show, I was thinking about the shows that I actually listened to. On YouTube, some shows don't really have no type of visual. They might put like some some art paint up so you can just stare at that for a little while until you just realize, oh, they want to just keep talking. They're good. Let me just go ahead and clean something up while they're talking, right? And I'm like, yo, I want to do a podcast like that. When I started listening to the Bodega Boys before they started doing visual stuff, I would just listen to their antics and their style of podcasting and their pace of podcasting. And I'm like, yo, I want to do something similar to that. I like that. Now I'm about to take this to this visual television production thing. It's going to be like some cheap production, like Issa Rae in Atlanta when she was just running around with her iPhone and just making some good content. This is what I want to, what I want to produce for everyone, uh, that's watching, that's listening to the Late Night Flight podcast, that's watching, that's listening to the Talk My Credo podcast, any podcast that I know of that I've been affiliated with, associated with. I want, all their fans and my fans to listen to all this because this this new inception is coming very soon and um, I'm nervous, but at the same time, I want to do it. So that's just what matters right now. I just, I want to do it. I'm thankful for the 30,000 downloads in total. I'm thankful that every episode, every single episode has more than a 100 streams. 100 streams or more Every single episode. So I'm very thankful for anyone that listened. Whether it was one time, two times. Hell, if you ain't listened no times and you just heard this, you're like, well, I better go listen to this. This sounds like this kid know what he's doing. All I can say realistically is the the one thing I want to be thankful for is, of course, thankful for Keisha Dante, my boy Teddy Bear Jers, Ali Montana, helping me just financially, spiritually, all that good stuff, Uh, smarts, just being a brain, us being back together, man, we used to make music 24, 25, and then he bumped into me at a, at a Blink Fitness at the gym. He like, hey, yo, bro, you got to get me uh, together. What's up? And I'm like, yo, no problem. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Now he back to bullshit but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I did that for you. I did that for you. So in return, he got to be my audio engineer. I love you, brother. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, but I just want to say some things really to the, the, the general public, though. That's listening to this for real, for real. Because this 100th episode is just to show you that we found formulas that was able to give you topics that are conversational. As far as current weekend review topics, I can mix that in with relationships. I can mix that in with skits, bits. I can do it all. And more importantly, I can do it with others that can do the same that I can do. And, um, you know... (laughs) I just want people to realize that, like, yo, like, I, I want to be supportive of what y'all have going on because I want people to be supportive of me and what I have going on. But realistically, I'm going to just be honest with y'all. If y'all really want to invest, there's two things you can do. You can invest by listening. We need you to listen. Even if it's for five minutes, 10 minutes, especially when this new show comes about, watch it for five to 10 minutes. Let me know what you think about it. Do you like it? Do you dislike it? What can I do to make it better? Because right now, Me and Dante, and and no disrespect to Keisha, we just talk about the people that like we got some production going on. So it's like me and Dante, we sitting down, we talking about some stuff and then we're we're delegating. We're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get things done. So what we're saying is if we hear your reviews of what we have going on, we have the production, the equipment, the resources to say we can make these changes. That's what we want. We want you to help us make these changes. Well I I definitely
2: would say that you this is an award. Well, this is a milestone. Like, you know, there are in a world where everyone and their grandma and their grandma's pet dribble start a podcast, they just the, the the numbers show that they don't even get past twenty. Like because yeah, it's fun in the beginning, but then it becomes a grind where it becomes a commitment. It's something that you really have to commit yourself to doing. So to get to a hundred, not a lot. That, that's, that number dwindles down very fast. So this is a milestone and, and it should be taken as an award. So for someone that I've gotten to know, who I consider a good friend of mine in the very short time that we've discovered that we're cousins, we've gone, we had a, a, a similar path. And so I'm interested in kind of picking your brain on what kept you going from music to radio, now to podcast. Like, just describe that journey and just the mindset of, you know, how can I take what I've learned from each particular arena to make sure that I'm doing
1: the best that I'm doing now? I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to answer that question, Dante. Now, I have an answer for it. And yes, I'm going to get smart about it. All right. So you, you just uh-huh. just just please listen to the deep it and rap yep. part of it because you know how we do. Right. Okay. So, hear me out, right? I want you to know something. I want you to know something. Keisha, listen up to this because it's about a woman. So, listen up. Hear me out. Dante, I was 30 years old, right? My first two years at Nonfiction Radio and I meet... Damn, I'm about to say her name. I don't want to say her name. Does uh, Musalima wear well, last name so well? I'll put it like that. And mm-hmm. I love this woman. I wasn't ready to say that to her but I loved her enough to shack up like a dumb and you know, be in love and didn't get to do anything that I wanted to do anymore about myself. Like as far as I love music, I love writing music. Yeah. I love writing lyrics. I ain't even going to say like everything of music. I love writing hooks and I love writing some bars. I actually, uh, it's so funny. I need to talk to you. Maybe later on today, I got some bars on the, uh, that Hove did God did freestyle. I I got something. It's called I Didn't. I Didn't yet. Not I Didn't. I Didn't. And it kind of goes into some stuff. And I may put it on the show. Who knows? We don't know. It's it's just to have fun with it. I'm not trying. Just like to show people that I know some things. I know how to do some things. But anyway. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't get to do any of that stuff when I was with her in that house. And I turned into the happiest man to the crappiest man. And I feel so messed up about that because... That has nothing to do with her. She's awesome. I may yeah. not ever want to speak to her, but she is awesome. She did nothing wrong. This is all me. I want this. So what it is is, and this ain't going to ever happen to you. See, I had to be single. <laughs> yeah, That's the I'm joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, when you have your own indispensable income... <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about what people thinking over here.
1: Yo, man, you know what in the sword, man. You man, you could just be a teacher, man. And why are you acting like this, man? Just go back to school, be a teacher, bro. Like you're know saying, like what? Cause I'm short and kids would just like me. No, kids would terrorize me because my am short. Number one. And number two, you know what I'm saying? No. Cause I would just use the teacher money to just keep trying to do this. Like it it don't matter where you put me at. I'm going to be mad as hell because I'm not getting to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, and then the the realest thing, honestly, was me just being a late bloomer. Me really learning more about, well, not learning, but having that discipline for academia, like at 26, 27, not at 21, 20. So sometimes I bump into people that's a little older and they see my vision and then they just be like, man, you too old. Or like, damn, well, you might have to go back to school and just try to be a weatherman because I could see that. Like, like that kind of would make sense based on the fact that you can do this personality talking. You can convey a message to people. But at the same time, you're just doing it for fun right now because you're making money somewhere else.
3: Thank you for flying the late night flight. Shout out to all the
0: pilots who contribute to the fastest rising podcast. Hey yo, what the fuck.
4: Listen, man, this is co-producer Smart to the late night flight. Yeah, yeah, this is episode 100. We did that. Yeah, yeah, we bumped into each other at Blink Gym. And I told you to get me in shape. Yeah, yeah, we did all of that. No, I'm not on the BS. I'm not back to the BS. I'm working. We working. That's all. Don't try to make it seem like we out here playing games. We not playing no games. I'm not playing no games. You not playing no games. We did 100 episodes. So let's just get them ready for 100 more. Let's get them ready for the visuals. This is definitely a milestone. I'm proud of you. You're doing a good job. But don't try to make it seem like we out here BSing because you do this is the BS at the beginning. No, this is not the BS when it comes to the late night flight and the work that we put in. Ur.
0: Hey yo, what the f this is some poly s- right here?